Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so honored to have my beautiful guest on here today with us. Let me tell you a little bit about LaToya. She's a wife, a woman of God, a mother of three amazing young men. She's a vision coach and empowerment trainer six-time author. That's crazy. She's the founder of Chase Great Enterprises. LaToya has creatively organized a community of coaches where she helps Christian female startup coaches start, grow, and monetize their coaching business from start to six figures in their niche. LaToya has published several personal development books and organized three volumes of the Coach My Life anthology. That's amazing. She has been honored by her home city, Detroit, Michigan, uh, with the Spirit of Detroit Award, received Entrepreneur of the Year, and has been recognized by business and organizations for her ability to help coaches and entrepreneurs dig deep and build businesses that solve problems. She's been featured in an array of inspirational women's blogs, television, radio, podcast shows. She has keynoted conferences, women's empowerment events, and commencement ceremonies. LaToya is focused on helping 1,000 coaches start, grow, and monetize their coaching business from start to six figures over the next 12 months. Wow. You're amazing, LaToya. Listen, that that woman that you just read about, she sounds pretty awesome. (laughs) She does. She's amazing. thank you. That is quite the resume. And wow, I mean, to, to have done all of that and to be, you know, a wife and a mother, it's kind of amazing and, and sounds probably overwhelming to people. So can you tell a little bit of your background? So what did you do before coaching? Did you, have you been doing this your whole life? Tell me everything. Um, cool. So with coaching, I will say that I've been doing this my whole life, right? Because of course I didn't know what it was, um, at a fair age of 13, 14, 15, when I I thought it was being bossy, when I'm trying to, you know, instruct people to make different uh, decisions in their life. But before um, working full time, I worked in administrative, I worked in training, I did a lot of different things, just trying to figure out who I was. I've been an entrepreneur um, since I was 18 years old. So what's funny is before I began um, working as a coach, my very first entrepreneurial endeavor was adult novelty. And so I started Adult Novelty and I'll never forget my one of my first parties, the ladies were intoxicated and they were, you know, we were showing things and I was like, oh, this is not for me. <laughs> so that's when I made that huge determination that I need to figure out what is it I'm supposed to be doing. I knew that I was supposed to be doing something, you know, on my own in entrepreneurship, but I didn't know what that looked like. That's how, and you did that at 18. At 18. 
Yeah. So you probably, that's probably a little uncomfortable, a little awkward, but, <laughs> but a good way to kind of cut your teeth into just a little bit of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I went from um, having my, doing the adult novelty. I had my very own demolition company. I've had an event planning company. I was semi, I was co-owner of a semi-professional basketball team here in the city of Detroit. So listen, my resume, but again, me trying to figure it out. I knew that entrepreneurship was definitely something that I was supposed to pursue. I just didn't know what it looked like. Well, it's it's funny because when you t- when you talk to coaches, women like you, it it is something that you always did. You were always. I think it's funny that you said you know you thought you were just bossy. I, I get that <laughs> for me on my end too. But but you're right. It's just like some people just they have the gift of. I don't. I don't. I think it's it's like almost like a teaching gift. Like it's you know what I mean. And we call it coaching, but really you're you're walking. You're you're grabbing alongside of somebody, you know, grabbing their arm and, and walking through life with them in different phases. And it's, you're like, you're like a teacher. Absolutely. When I think about the different um, members of the body of Christ, and we talk about the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers, I always say, I think God forgot to say coaches, but it's okay. You know, when I get to heaven, we'll talk about that. If you think about just who Jesus was, I mean, he's the ultimate mentor, right? He he Absolutely. literally was walking people through scenarios, giving them these beautiful examples, living as an example. So it's really, it's quite a biblical, it's quite a biblical call to be a coach and specifically to be a, a coach who is, a, a, I feel, a standout when you represent yourself as a believer, number one, and number two, that that's kind of the niche that you're working with. And when I started Girl Power Alliance, God really, really gave me a heart for coaches because to look around, everyone's a coach now, like every, there's a million coaches and they coach you on everything from here to, you know, kingdom come, but there are very, very few biblical coaches. And I feel that it can be you know, very detrimental to align yourself with a coach that is not a believer because the foundations foundationally, what we do as believers sometimes literally goes in the face of what the world is doing. And so it's so important. So I just believe what you're doing is holy work. Absolutely. One of the things that I always, um, a part of my training is I teach the coaches, we're the bridge. I believe that when God, of course, he gifted us with our ability and then we some sort of way kind of evolved into coaching. But I believe that we're the bridge. I believe we're the bridge between the struggle and the savior. And it mm-hmm. is our responsibility to help our clients break free from the struggle, understand and learn who the savior is so mm-hmm. that you can live a better. Listen, God sent his son that we may live and live life more abundantly. Mm. What does that look like? You know, abundance is not struggle. It's not bondage. It's not broken. It's not, you know, it's none of these things. And so I, I strongly believe that as, as a Christian coach, that's my, my sole responsibility. Oh, I just had chills the whole time you were talking. I just want to stand up and say, preach. I mean, it's so good. And this is just a snippet. I, I'm, I can only imagine what how you are impacting the lives of these, uh, are you, is it solely women? Yes. Yep. It is. That's awesome. That's so, that's so fantastic. So, um, you know, you've talked a little bit about it, but how, so how did your faith kind of play into it? And what made you decide specifically to coach in that area where everybody else is, you know, so many people are not doing that. What was kind of the call? That's good. So when I first started my business, I started out doing paper shuffling. I was doing LLCs, 501c3s, grant writing business plans, 
and so forth. Gifted in administrative work, but I didn't like it. But I knew that I could make money from it. So I said, okay, I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. Let me do, you know, of course, turn my skill into a profit. Well, as I started to help people with their business plans and their LLCs, I was learning that these people don't know what they want. <laughs> they, they know that they want a business, but they don't know what it's going to look like. And I'll never forget, I was in my office one day and I remember the Holy Spirit telling me that I would be the coach of coaches. And so I had no idea what that was because I wasn't familiar with coaching. I didn't even really understand what a life coach was, let alone him specifically calling me a vision coach. And wow. so with me just being obedient, I don't really have a, why did I do it? It was really me being obedient. And I knew that if I was going to reap the benefits of what he has for me, then I have to do it his way. So that's really what just, and, and it's so fulfilling. I've, I've done so many things. I've, you know, connected with so many different people. And to your point in the coaching industry, there are so many different ideologies and so many different forms of teaching. And I wanted to be true to what I believed in my heart and what I knew to be real. And so that's just how it's evolved. I've seen evidence. You can't convince me anything outside of what the word of God says. Mm, wow. I I think um, I, I just watch you and you're so vibrant. You're so energetic. You have such confidence. Um, and I feel like so many, I, if, if we could just like clone that piece of you and give it to so many women, because I'm sure they come to you lacking that and you have it in such a great abundance. What a, what a beautiful gift that you've been given that you can pass down onto other people. Were you always, have you always been this confident woman? No, not at all. Of course, you're confident in certain areas. Um, but when I really, I don't even know how to explain it, Michelle, when I really learned what God created me to do, it really just changed my life. It changed everything. You know, as women, you know, we we're we're raised to believe that we're to be moms and we're to be wives and, you know, go to college and get a degree and do all of these things. And I followed, you know, some of those rules and it still wasn't fulfilling. And then once I really learned that this is the this is my lane, this is where God wants me to thrive and wants me to draw people to him it just changed for me. And I, and that's where the confidence came from. It's nothing that I did. It was more so just me really um, mm. walking into the realization of who I am in him. Mm. I, I just have chills. This is such an important, this is so important. If you're watching this on YouTube or, or listening to it, go back and listen to what she said again, because this is, I feel so bad for people. They search their whole lives. They spend it searching. They're just searching, searching, keep searching, looking to this coach to trying this thing. And the answer is always found, always found when we, when our eyes are completely opened and we can see who we are fully in Christ, who yeah. he made you to be. And it's, you know, it's unique. And what if we were both coaches? It wouldn't, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter that we were kind of in the same uh, profession because we're in our own lane. And I feel like that's where real, the real confidence comes when you get to feel that moment of like, wow, this, this is actually who I fully am. Mm -hmm. And there's, I, I'm experiencing that now for the, like over the last year, for the first time in my life, I'm going to be 48 this year. So it took a long time. And, uh, I just, 
I'm so, I so want to pass that down onto other people mm-hmm. and hopefully people like you and me can help fast forward. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I feel like you just have to walk that journey and you have your own journey to get there. And so grateful that people like you are out there giving people the guidance to, to shorten the learning curve. I wish I would have met you 10 years ago. <laughs> you know what though? I, I used to say I wasted a lot of time in my coaching business because I had to go through so many layers of pruning and growth. Oh. And one of the things that I, I always talk about is what you've been called from is what you're being called to. So Mm. whatever area God has healed you from, he's allowed you to overcome. He's allowed you to become victorious in. You'll begin to see that's who's attracted to you. So if you struggle with confidence issues, you'll see women come to you who struggle with confidence issues. The thing is, is that you have to be willing to heal Mm. and be whole so that you can be what that person needs. Because being able to transform and transition in this type of space, I'm starting to see is a gift. There are people who really have a hard time with changing their perspective, changing the way that they think. And if we're not willing to dig deep within us to try to fix, you know, the broken pieces of us, how can we really stand and say, first be an ambassador of Christ, but how can I stand and say, I have a solution when the solution didn't work for me? Right. So even when it comes to niche, niche marketing and coaching, You know, I teach where don't go out and find a popular niche. Don't go out and try to find a profitable niche. Find a purposeful niche. Where is it that God has healed you from? Because this is where you can stand evident and stand with confidence and know that, listen, what I've done will help you. I'm just like taking mad notes. You're you're just dropping so much incredible truth and so much wisdom and we are so lacking in it today in this world. You're, you're so right. Um, actually I, before I started girl power Alliance, I'd never built a membership. I'd never done a course or built a course. None, none of those things. So I was trying to learn. So I was watching things online and I, I went through this guy's course about making a course. And he was talking about how to decide what your subject is, which first bothered me a little bit. It's like, why, if you need to have a subject of what you're making a course, you probably don't need to be making a course. Absolutely. Um, but he gave people this whole process by which they would, they would Google and see what the top searches were for to come up with a course. Um, I thought that was so backwards. I mean, what are you even, and I've written a couple of books and I've seen the same thing with people that do like author coaching. And one of the first services they have is helping people decide what to write the book on. I'm like, then maybe you don't need to write a book. I, I mean, agree. I feel like we're doing it backwards. Absolutely, It should come from the outside in, not the inside out. And I think that's why there's such a giant gap in this coaching world, because you have people who are out there coaching, their lives are a wreck, their own lives. You know what I mean? They haven't grown. They really don't have a purpose. They, they'd rather tell somebody else, this is how you should live rather than actually walk the talk versus, you know, and so it's shallow. Absolutely. It's, it's funny. Um, there's a, a formula that I have where corporate America teaches you to start with the what, you know, what is it that you're offering? What is it that you want to give? How much is it going to cost? You go from the what, the how, the why. But mm-hmm. if we think about how God created the heavens and the earth, do we think he started out with the world and then built in? 
Or do we believe that we, he started from his heart and then built out? So why is it that we think we're supposed to start out and build in versus starting in and learning how to build out? That's what makes your gifting so unique. It's what makes your messaging authentic. Mm -hmm. This is when people know that you're not, you know, trying to manipulate them or yes. find them out of anything when you know how to speak from your why and not from your what. Mm. It is just, I will be listening to this over and over. I will be sending it to people probably before it's even actually published because what you're saying is such powerful truth that people need to hear right now. Women are not just, it's not just women. It's women and men, but specifically women, because I feel like the enemy has really worked on our identity over the years, especially Christian women telling them that, telling us, first of all, that if we had, if we had ambitions, then we, what we were worldly, if we were women that actually wanted to pursue something outside of the home, or in addition to being in the home, or maybe, you know, you have women that don't even feel called to be in the home. And that's, you know, no judgment on anybody. But specifically, there, I feel like there's so much pressure on Christian women, there's women anyway, just in general, like pressure on women, but then women, you know, in the body of believers, there's even more and so much bad information. And the enemy just floods us with so much toxic thinking. And what you're saying is such truth. Like my spirit just recognizes what you're saying is truth. And it's so important that women realize that it's already there. And I like, I believe that we have probably a number of assignments in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like we've been given a number of assignments. But if we can't even figure out the first one, we'll never get to them. Mm -hmm. And you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. We have to go in. We have to do the healing. We have to do the work. We have to take all the things that we've been through, um, you know, the circumstances, the problems, the obstacles, the, the hard times. And we have to work through that because from that is, is where the gifting comes. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I use this. I say this with purpose, you know, we're always, and I was a, a huge advocate of, you know, discover your purpose. And for a long time, I taught that message and this is going to step on some toes. So don't, don't get I'm mad. Excited. Me. Do it. Don't, don't step get away. Um, we get so wrapped up into trying to discover our purpose that we don't fulfill his purpose. Mm. We're not here to discover our purpose. We're here to discover how to implement his purpose into our lives so that we can serve and impact people. And so I think that once you start to have this type of mind frame or this way of thinking, then you approach things differently. You approach, you know, your business is different. You, you approach prayer and life differently when you're saying, listen, it's not about, and, and even with moms, you know, again, I'm a mom of three and I had a hard time with my family with going into my business full time and doing what I'm doing because it's so untraditional, it's so non-traditional. They don't know what I'm doing. They don't understand. Yep. But a lot of times I get connected with moms and they'll say, well, my purpose, I can't fulfill my coaching gift or assignment because my purpose is to make sure that my children are well kept or to be a mom to my children. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to them that that is not your purpose. <laughs> your purpose, it is a responsibility of a mother. It is a responsibility of a parent to make sure that our children receive and grow and all of those fantastic things, turn up a child in the way they should go. But your purpose is not to be a mother. Your purpose is to fulfill his purpose doing whatever it is that he's assigned you to do. 
So mm-hmm. I encourage, you know, mom, moms, women, I know that that's a touchy issue because, you know, us moms, we just feel like we're supposed to be our two children's superhero, but they're going to grow up. They're going to leave. And when that happens, who are you? So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living that now. I'm living that now. I have two, a 30 year old, a 28 year old, and my baby is 18. Yeah. And she, you know, one foot out the door basically at 18. And um, I, I think it's, you know, the world continues to tell us pound in our heads, take care of number one. It's all about you. You got to figure out you, you got to heal you. And I'm not saying that, that those things aren't important. You, you do need to heal and mm-hmm. those things, but you, but you're as a believer, it's, it's, it's a, it's an upside down way compared to the world. It is. And I try to teach people like, I just want to get my message out. I just want to get my message out. And I try to tell people like they get wrapped up and think they are the message. And I try to just encourage, we are just the messenger. That's it. The message is, is him. It's his responsibility to even, even the seeds that we plant when we're, when we're speaking those words, the result isn't even up to us. Absolutely. That was, that was a big lesson for me to learn over the years. That even the result, even once I'm speaking it, what what he's calling me to speak or doing it, even the result isn't. It's it's all him. And that's and so hard. That's it hard. Is hard. <laughs> that's hard. Especially you know one of one of my favorite scriptures, and it's paraphrased. But one man plant, one man watereth, and yes. God gives the increase. And so we want to plant, water, increase, grow, yes. replant, re, you know, all the things that we want to do. But that part alone is probably the most challenging part of my coaching um, business is detaching myself from the results. It's been a hard learned lesson for me over the years and one that called, caused me a ton of grief because I was so sad and disappointed for other people as I was working with them that they didn't reach, you know, even their goal or the goal that I had for them. And it took me a long time to realize, like, first of all, that's not my only job is to deliver the message. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's my only that's my only job. Encourage, deliver the message, you know what I mean, to help people grow. And so when I when I realized that that was another like another level that I reached that took took all this stuff off of me. And as I, and I tell me if this is like this for you, but as I've been pruned of, oops, as I've been pruned of things and God has taken things off of me, um, I have felt more authentic. Like the more, the more it gets down to it and keeps going and going, I've, I feel more like the person I, that God probably actually designed me to be. And so we just keep putting all this stuff on ourselves and the world puts it on us. Sometimes our family, our jobs, who knows, you know, our spouses, these things get put on us and our, it's like a continual work to take them off. It is. No, I I totally, I totally agree. Um, Once I started to, you know, really separate myself from how people should look at me or how, how I should respond to the way that people look at me, you know, how, even with, again, the business, it being a Christian for female Christians and, you know, how much backlash I received from that. And, you know, having my children and and the way that I work and the way that, and having to switch around chores, I have my, I have my oldest is nine and he knows how to fold his own clothes. He washes dishes. And it's like, no, you know, you're supposed to be doing this with your children, but I had to be free of those different labels because if I continue to allow those things to hold me down and bear me down, 
it would be a real struggle for me to be as effective or as authentic as I try to be, you know, to the people that I'm here to serve and support. Oh, it's, it's a, it takes a lot of, I don't know, almost a rebellious, <laughs> you almost have to have this kind of, I like to say thick skin, soft heart, but it's almost yeah. kind of this rebellious thing. Like you, you have to be strong enough to, uh, or disciplined enough. I, I don't know. It's a combination of the two to be able to respond in obedience to what God's calling you, no matter what else is swirling around you. Mm-hmm. And that takes maturity, I think, spiritual maturity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man, you're amazing. Boy, people that get connected with you, they are lucky. So tell anybody that's watching or listening, do you offer one-to-one coaching? Do you do group coaching? Tell us about what you, exactly how they can work with you. Absolutely. So I offer a niche certification um, program for Christian female startup coaches. And so in this niche certification program, it's more than just certifying you in your niche. It's really helping you and providing you the strategies to take your coaching business from start to six figures in your niche. And so it's really a combination of group coaching, one-on-one coaching, uh, training modules. It's just a community of resources for you to grow your business. On top of the resources that we provide, we do a lot of mindset work, training. We mix in scripture. It's just a multitude of um, community that really that I, I feel so passionate about because we have a community it's about 30 coaches in our community right now and we have the opportunity to support one another hold one another accountable be there for one another and really help get them in the space that they need to be so that they can not only be fulfilling to be, be to be fulfilling to Christ but they can be fulfilling to their business and still make money that's the, the biggest hiccup in what we do, especially when we're believers. Oh my gosh, are you selling ministry? No. Okay, let me, that's not what we do. <laughs> ministry is in our heart. Ministry is what we do. And just knowing how to be a Christian, not compromise, you know, your faith and still be able to create income from your business. Oh, it's so important. And I won't, I'll never forget when we got on the phone together, I just literally had chills the whole time we were talking because um, I believe that God is raising up um, this army, which is part of why Girl Power Alliance is called that, this alliance of women all around the world that are doing what you're doing, that are encouraging, empowering, equipping other women to answer that call and to stand up boldly and to go out there. And, you know, the... And that's a whole nother podcast where we can talk about the whole thing about money and, and having, being a Christian in business and what the church and what people have told us and how they've made it wrong to do that. And again, I think that's just a, that's a lie from the enemy to keep us from doing the thing that we were designed to do. That's it. That's it. Crazy. Yes. Okay. So how can they tell, tell everybody that's listening or watching, um, how they find you on social media or your websites and all of that good stuff. Uh, absolutely. So you can most definitely connect with me on uh, most social media uh, platforms. I like to say most because some of them I just can't connect with. <laughs> but um, you can definitely reach out with me um, at Latoya Early. I do have a website, which is ChaseGreatEnterprises.com. You can connect with me quicker at CoachLatoya.com forward slash connect. 
And any of the information that she has shared with you will be in the show notes of the podcast, or it'll be right below the video if you're watching this on YouTube. And I, I just have no doubt in my mind that LaToya is going to be a voice, a loud and, and uh, present voice inside of the Girl Power Alliance community because you just are, you have a lot of giftings. You're such an incredible leader. Um, I wanna thank you for what you're doing in the world. It's so important, it's holy work and it really matters. I appreciate that, thank you so much. I'm, I'm excited to see what God has yes, planned for us. Thank you. I had a blast recording that podcast with LaToya. What a light, <laughs> what an energetic, amazing light. And we have so many women like that in the Girl Power Alliance community. If you want to be one of them, if you want to be a guest on a podcast or one of the contributors inside of the membership, or if you want to be one of our featured coaches soon to become the, the GPA ambassadors, then head over to girlpoweralliance.com, click the collaborate with us tab at the top, and that's where the magic happens. <laughs> that's how we start the process. We can't wait to meet with you and just put a microphone in front of you and a spotlight on you so more people can hear your message and hear your story and find out all about what it is that you are doing in the world. Do it. Head over there right now. Remember, Girl Power Alliance is where women grow.